You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. That's right. Welcome to 2023, you guys. We made it. Happy New Year. How how are you doing this year, Ben? So far, so medium, I think. Oh, so medium? So far, so medium. I mean, it's, it's, I don't really want to go into all the headlines necessarily, but I do feel like at the start of every year, it's always like, fresh start, everything's going to be awesome. This is our year. Yeah. And then like the next three days or next three months or whatever, there's just like, there's just like bad things that happen in the news. And it's like, oh man, I thought this year was going to be different. Hey man, that, that, what stuff's happening in the news isn't how your year is going though. Oh, hey, that's a great point. Yeah. In that case, so far, so great. Oh, okay. Great. So far, so great. great. Yeah. So for me, for Ben, for Ben's life. Yeah. Really good. So awesome. Glad to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I have, I have kicked off the year. You may notice if you're watching the visual version of it that I'm in, I'm in my running attire, my my running swag. I did a run over lunch. Yes, you did. Just being that good old fashioned New Year's go-getter. Boom. Um, uh, Officially, officially uh, at least have the plan, the intention uh, to be doing the uh, rock and roll marathon uh, in April of this year in Nashville. In Nashville, Whoa, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I tell you what, uh, I did that when we were young music festival yeah. last year, and I, I like it was like this thing where I was like, I think I love live music way more than I realized. Like, like way, way more. I know, like every time there's like a concert at the Berglund Center, the whole interstate gets backed up, and yeah. there's like you know stuff everywhere, and I'm like, man. 
people make such a fuss about going to see concerts and I'm like you know what I get it because it's fun and awesome dude yeah when I when I when I worked at the Brooklyn Center the concert venue I used to work at yeah hey, look at you yeah look at that I remember the the very first night it was before even my start date like they were like yeah so you can start on Monday but we do have a concert tonight if you just want to come like hang out and sort of get the experience if you want to yeah and I was yeah. like and obviously it wasn't one of those things where you could be like no <laughs> yeah, right it's like you can if you want to be here yeah <laughs> like, if you if you want to be like that's a great invite i'm going to show no initiative and actually just not be here till monday right um right. anyway so but that night it was uh the very so my so my first day which wasn't even a real day was rob zombie and alice cooper nice yeah nice. the the i think the uh first and only uh rock concert we had in the coliseum the whole time i was there yeah we're a big like country music yeah we're a country town. music market for yeah, sure yeah. um we had some rock we had not that we never get rock and roanoke it's just normally in the theater or they do like half house in the coliseum sure and then it's embarrassing because they still don't sell out and everyone's like bring more rock and it's like yeah you guys don't come so bleh. anyway right that's not really my problem anymore <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's like you can't let it go. Right. It's, like, it's like it's been like six years since it's been your job I and know. you're still bothered. I'm just like, guys, shut up, okay? Man, rock music in Roanoke. Can you even imagine? No. Um, so I, it's the first night. It's Rob Zombie, Alice Cooper. And like I know like w- one rob zombie song and one alice cooper song is that is that dragula yeah, and absolutely. schools out those for are the summer two. those okay. are the two okay. yeah okay. absolutely those, those are the two i know as yeah. well i'm glad Same you page. knew i'm glad you knew the the names of the songs because i was like i don't know the names or had say them i'm just gonna say i know one nice because you know you know how good we are at music over here if but, you yeah if you ever want a song to just get amped to uh dragula by dragula by rob zombie i it's like I feel like there's just no way it can't get you pumped. It gets you going. Yeah. I remember the first time I ever heard it. Add it to your running playlist, man. I should. I should. I'll do that. I remember the first time I ever heard it in uh, GMA member John Jennings. Yeah. uh, Jeep. Yeah. Back in the day. And I was like, wow. First of all, can't believe you're listening to this. Second of all, I need to go like punch a volcano in the face or something. Oh my God. Okay. This was, I don't know if you remember this about John, but it was this like weird brain lapse he suffered. Um, which is so unusual for John, who is but probably one of the smartest people. One of the know. smartest people. Uh, let me tell. Let me ask you if you remember this particular brain lapse he constantly had. He loved to do play this game in the car where he would just start playing a song on his phone or like do it and be like, "Guess what band this is?" and it would always be the band Breaking Benjamin. Was it really? It was always, and I would be like, I don't, and I would always guess it, and he'd be like, yes, and like, but like the brain lapse was he would always forget that that's what he always chose. Oh, that is so funny. And so he'd always be impressed. He wouldn't like recognize the own pattern he'd made. So I bet in his mind he thought Breaking Benjamin was like more obscure and like less likely for you to know it. Yeah, like. I remember back in the day, uh, our, our good buddy Mike used to always show me all of my music. So like every, so I went to the When We Were Young Festival, which was like a big like, you know, punk rock festival. That's yeah. like what all the bands are. And every single one of them, the reason I knew who they were is because Mike was like, hey, I got a new CD. You want to go yeah. drive around and listen? And it was like, absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that, and that's So that's how I heard absolutely everything. So at one point in time, I was like, I'm going to go find my own band. Like, yeah. I, Cause I don't, this is like one of those things. Like we always fail at music. I don't know how you find new music. I don't know how people do this. Like what, what is your discovery process? Let yeah. me know. Um, and I stumbled across the band called all time low. Yeah. Uh, who are 
like great and also huge <laughs> and so yeah, right but like for a long time i was like this like little no band i found all time low all time and like low. like i remember it was the same thing maybe as what john was going through but like every time i ever met anybody else who knew all time low i was like no way you've heard of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny yeah i think they're headlining when we were young next year oh, so okay yeah, yeah. so they're a pretty big deal <laughs> they're a pretty big deal yeah <laughs> this is how i felt with like so many little fandoms that i would that like throughout the like my entire life like things i would just casually know like way too much about then like every now and then you'd find someone else who like just happened to also be like quietly extremely well informed on the subject and be like no way wait a minute you know all these things too you know all that you can you can talk about pokemon cards with me what you know (laughs) just something like that this is amazing like no way this was this would basically be me and name of the wind at this point in time yes if if i were out at like a like a like a you know, networking event, which are things, things I don't go to. Um, but if I were and I stumbled across a person, you know, or I was like a party at your house, if like yeah. you, have, you have a group of friends that I don't know. So if I was at a party at your house and we, I realized that somebody else uh, liked name of the wind, I would yeah. be like, <gasps> did we just become best friends? And it would be like, it wouldn't matter anything else. It'd be like, absolutely. We did. Yeah. And I'm going to, it probably is the only thing I'll ever talk to you about ever again. So brace thyself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, this past weekend, or yeah, over over the break, um, it got extremely cold here, and one of my neighbors, uh, like, I guess pipes froze, not, I don't think they burst, they just froze, so they couldn't, like, shower for, like, three days or something. Oh no! I know, super bad, so uh, Beth was out, like, on a run with one of them one day, and they were, like, mentioning how they hadn't been able to shower, I was like, man, if I hadn't showered in three days, I don't think I'd be going for a run. <laughs> That's true, too, yeah, yeah but yeah, they yeah. were going for it, and so, like, Beth, like, said, well, like, we have, like, you know, running water at our house, so if you just want to, like walk down the street and like use our shower that's totally fine right 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 so very generous uh, so they did um which was you know great um so uh but while whilst the whilst the dad was down showering we were just chatting with like their 13 year old daughter who was like a complete chatterbox and a complete delight to talk to amazing but yeah she was like uh just regaling us with all the different you know things she did and um uh, telling me about uh, all of a sudden she just like shifts gears into like YouTube and I'm like oh man have you ever watched like Super Carlin Brothers or like you know have you ever you know like that's what I do and she's like no I've never heard of you guys no not at all uh-uh. and I was just like okay and I could tell that like like even though Beth is very good friends with this family and like they know this is what I do I don't think they like knew what we did okay you know? yeah, like, I understand. it's like yeah. oh yeah he's like a YouTuber like they, they, they make videos like not like this is my full-time job we have you know like staff and office space yeah, and stuff. yeah so she's telling me about some of the people she watches and like one of the people i'm like look them up and i'm like oh i haven't heard of them they've got like 33 million subscribers and i'm like well they're bigger than me they're bigger than me for sure and she's like how big are you guys and i'm like we've got like two million and like her like jaw hit the floor though you know <laughs> like even though even though i wasn't even though we don't have 33 million subscribers you could tell this was like unbelievably like like what uh so that was that was really funny and then like her dad came up and they started talking about the YouTube channels they watch. And he's like, oh, do you guys ever watch like uh, like Good Mythical Morning? And it was like, absolutely. Not only do I watch it, but like within arm's reach happened to be the game they recently made called We're Still Good. Um, so I was like, we just got their game. And he was like, what? This is crazy. And I'm like, yeah, look, do you guys have your own Good Mythical mug? You know, <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, we're all in on Good Mythical Morning. In fact, I've met them. And then they're both like, what? 
what? <laughs> like their heads exploded. They're like, oh my God, you've met them? That's insane. I was like, yeah, I got stuck in like a car with Link's daughter for like 30 minutes. And then we talked to them for like an hour. And they were like, you could tell their like their brain was exploding. And then they're like trying to like, I think at this point they're like, okay, you're a little bit more of a YouTuber than we realized. And so now uh, the dad is like trying to tell me other other people, like maybe to like sound like he's more well-informed. And he's like, uh, yeah, I also really like like the Gregory brothers. And I'm like, oh, ho, 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 great news for you, sir. They have made a song. We have, they have made a song out of us. He's <laughs> like, what, what? And I'm like, I pull it up. And you're like, the Pixar theory, man. Which by the way, you can download on iTunes if you want to. Oh my God. This sounds was, like the most hilarious. I, it was like, so funny. I was the, like, you can yeah, keep going guys. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you were maybe just destined to be soul friends with this person. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like it's just like you guys have, you, uh, that's so funny. That's so funny. So many <coughs> yeah. like lines crossing. Also the interesting thing about the Gregory brothers is that it's also a group of brothers like from our region of Virginia. Well, like, the same thing with Rhett and Link. They're from North Carolina. I know. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's up with that? What's up with that? What's happening from this? You know what? You know what it is? Is that people over here in this exact region of the world have got like o- almost enough to do. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> okay. Explain that to me. Okay. Like what we talk about is movies nonstop. And so when we were growing up, well, only like the main thing you could go do as a teenager here was go to the movies. Oh, this is true. This is true. You know, and I'm like, I feel like it's no coincidence that what I spent tons of my weekend time doing was going to the movies. And now we talk about movies for a living, you know, like this is, it was like, like we, there was only so much we could do to go out and have experiences. Like, like Roanoke was still like kind of up and coming. There's a lot more you can do, especially when you, you know, once you have a car and like money and resources and stuff. Sure, 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 sure. But no, it's, it's absolutely true. Like I, I know that like when I got back from, uh, from again, Vegas, uh, apparently the most impactful trip of my 2022. Indeed. Um, but I, while I was there, we went to that uh, like area 51 place that I was telling you about, yeah. you know, and it's just like absolutely unbelievable, like walk through art exhibit. I thought it was area 15. Area 15. Yeah. yeah I may have gotten that, did that mixed up. Okay. Area 15. Yeah. yeah. That is correct. Boom. Um, but anyway, like while I'm there and I'm like seeing this and I'm like, this is incredible. This is unbelievable. It's so thought out. It's so thorough. The whole place is so cool. There's like a cocktail bar that has like really fun cocktails that are all like, you know, themed off of this whole thing. It's like everything about it was like incredible. And I was like in Roanoke we can go to the movies. <laughs> yeah, exa- yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like, if I lived anywhere else, it's like, it's even interesting. So that's a good point. It's like, I probably would have gone and did a lot of other things. Yeah. And inevitably, maybe just never ended up crossing paths with all these here movies. We go. Yeah, now we're here at the, yeah, now. So instead, we went to the movies and stuff. I was thinking about this the other day. I know, like, you love to talk about The Matrix. I do, absolutely. I, rem- <clears throat> yeah. I remember, like, when The Matrix came out, or like, especially when the second one came out, because I think we were maybe too young to see the first ones. I don't know. Is they were all like rated R? You know, they came out before we were seventeen or whatever. And yet, I think that the Matrix lived inside of Mom's famous minivan for quite a while. I think. For, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think it did. Um, not only that, I remember my uh, my Boy Scout troop. Every time we would go on camping trips and stuff, which was f- incredibly frequently. When I think back on it, yeah, like, it was like monthly. At least you guys were definitely <coughs> super active. I yeah. was, I was always jealous. It was, it was a very active Boy Scout troop, as far as I, as far as I can tell. Like I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know. But um, 
<clears throat> the way they would transport everyone was that the one of the scout leaders had one of those just like just like wombo vans yeah that um can fit like a ton of people in it and they of course had like a, a built-in vcr in it <laughs> and there were two movies uh no matter what that one of which you would always watch uh, whilst on your way to whatever campgrounds you were. And it was either The Mummy or The Matrix. And that was it. Those were the two movies. Every single scouting trip involved those two movies. I feel like watching The Mummy before going on a camping trip is just a great way to freak out a bunch of like... Oh, yeah. You know, 10 to 14 year old kids. Yeah, right. Like, oh, look at these scarabs that can just like just immediately dive under your skin and explode out of you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that that won't come back to haunt you. In I the still think about night. it. <laughs> I bet so. Yeah. <laughs> so if you've ever seen it once, you've never unseen you, it again. No, you can't unsee the scarabs exploding out of people. Yeah. yeah. No, not at all. Those, that was, those were honestly the scariest part of that movie to me. Like the actual mummy, whatever. Not scary. I didn't even yeah. realize there even was an actual mummy. The only thing I remember about that movie is the scarabs. Oh, okay, great. That's, yeah. that's my okay. that's my sole recollection. Maybe it's a great movie, but I don't know. Yeah, um, <laughs> I've got I got one piece of recollection. Anyway, so <clears throat> Matrix. Yeah, I like. The, about okay, Matrix, I remember yeah. like when the second one came out. I remember going. I think I saw it with uh, our friend John Jennings nice. on the first night when it came out, and I remember just being like coming out and being like just like having like all these like they're like, I got to figure this out. I got to think like what did that mean? What was this? What was that? And I was like, was I already doing what we do now? like then without realizing it oh that's interesting yeah that is very interesting because i would i would not have made that that claim for myself like i 100 percent think that like since we started doing the show that we do yeah i had to like learn how to trust my like my own takeaways yeah enough to where i could even start <clears throat> questioning like the, like a premise of a story yeah. or like a potential plot hole or like does this ever get explained and if not like how can we explain it like i definitely think that my enjoyment of movies was very like surface level and it also like just sort of informed my sense of humor a lot yeah like that's that's like where i think i picked up like a lot of like timing and like the the style of humor and stuff right that, like i've yes. I, that like like resonated with me but otherwise yeah no I think that that that's absolutely something that I probably would have credited to both you and our younger brother Tyler as well as being something that probably was like a little bit more naturally occurring mm, okay. you know or or to notice about it. Yeah. Um but that's interesting though. And it's interesting even in like at that age you would be being able to mentally process the matrix which is such a like complex piece of thought. <coughs> oh, I don't think I was like doing a good job at it or anything. Sure. Or maybe even getting the intended message. But like I certainly felt like there were layers of things to understand that I wanted to understand. Yeah. Well, so this is I mean, I come back to this as an adult so freaking much and I can't I, I like it does blow my mind a little bit. But like I, I very frequently go back to like two pieces of media that like I consumed probably around about the same time in life. And that was The Matrix, the movie, yeah. and the book The Giver. Okay. And both of them have, in my personal opinion, fairly similar like concepts as to like this like dystopian future that like maybe is like more visible. Like, I mean, the Matrix is pretty intense in terms of like the sci-fi element and like where it might reach two yeah. in terms of like what the final outcome might be because the the basic premise is like 
robots come in, they try to make the world great for humans. They slowly like degrade the world in the process. So then they like use the humans like as batteries and send them into a sleep where they go and experience life as we know it in a world basically known as the matrix, which is supposed to be like an ideal <coughs> medley of life for people to live in, which is not, it's not pure utopia and it's not pure darkness and destruction either. It's just like this it's just regular life. It's regular life. It's it's almost like the explanation <coughs> for regular life is that regular life is actually the perfect combination of those things. It's right. Like, it's not all good. It's not all bad. Yeah. It's medium. It's medium. It's right there. It's right yeah. through the middle. But so the thing that's interesting to me about both of those is that like uh, as they, they both resonated with me as a kid and I didn't even I didn't even touch the outside edges of what they were actually trying to tell me in terms of like b- plot meaning what this like is what type of like uh like social observations are being yeah you know made but then as i get older and older and older it's like i go back to those two pieces of media constantly all the time i feel like i need to give the giver another pass because when i was a kid i like like what i remember when the trailers for the movie came out and there was this like it was like a very sci-fi looking kind of place yeah that it was taking place in i was like this is so far outside of what i was imagining like yeah. not even close not even i don't think i got it at all <laughs> yeah like, i knew there was like a guy who was feeding the emotions to the kid but i want to say the cover was just like a picture of an old man who like was the giver i guess you mean um, of the book yeah the yeah the cover of the book was like a picture of an old man who I guess was supposed to be the giver, but it just looked like old guy. It didn't look like old guy in sci-fi land or like this is taking place in the future or anything yeah. sort of vibe to it. <clears throat> and that that's like a really difficult <clears throat> one because like the giver definitely steps into uh, like it is advanced enough at the very least on like the premise of the story that because they like everybody in like the society basically like takes these i think that they're like pills that like are you know like delivered to your house every morning through like a tube in the wall or something but like the pills are the things that effectively like prevent you from seeing like color or feeling emotion (coughs) or doing anything so like at the very least i suppose it could be like futuristic enough sure that like that technology would exist but otherwise i do agree with you i sort of imagined like a small town america place right you yeah know, like um and it was just sort of like like almost like a um oh what is it called like a company town is maybe even also sort of what sure. i imagined like you know if they like build up around like a railroad and everybody or a coal mine or something and like everybody's houses look the, the same. same yeah yeah um and so anyway that's that's always what i've sort <clears throat> of uh, like imagined about it but it is it's a it's a curious thing to see like if you know, like as you trudge forward with the world as we know it and like the way that we all interact with one another. And if like you soften the edges of everything so much, like is is there a world where like like the reality that the people inside of the story of the giver exist in is almost like is there like a like an alternate reality like where that's just like where we're going? Oh, no, absolutely and, not. Yeah. I mean, no, yeah. it would be. Yeah, it would it would be, it would require such a an astonishing amount of i don't even know what the word would be like unrealistic compliance with like the the idea 
Sure. Like I, I can't, I just can't see that. I can't, I can't see people agreeing hmm. to it. Yeah. No. So I definitely, definitely couldn't see that either at all. Yeah. So no. anyway, maybe we'll do a book club one day on the giver. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll have yeah, a, that could we'll be have, fun. We'll have a real thorough talk. Through oh, all right. Yeah. That sounds, that's a great idea. I like yeah. that. Okay. 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 You ready fun. for a transition? Okay. Ben, I learned a new word over the break. Lay it it's on like me. It's like my new favorite word. Or it was, I think it is a, a word that applies extremely well to the week uh, immediately following Christmas. Uh, and the word, it's a made-up word. Okay. But okay. it I is it. stuffocation. Stuffocation. Yeah, stuffocation. Okay. I was not sure whether or not, I saw this on, on, our, on our notes, and I wasn't sure whether or not it was a play on, like, suffocation or vacation no it's suffocation it's suffocation yeah okay yeah okay. suffocation would be like the um that feeling of like extreme anxiety by the amount of s- new stuff now everywhere in your house oh yeah that could um, be it. in immediately following like a, a post christmas situation okay where yeah so i felt like um yeah, like I mean, like Christmas was like, of course, like super awesome and really fun. Um, all the kids are like at a really good age uh, for it, and you know, like our parents' house, there's like seven grandkids now, and there's just like people everywhere and people ripping stuff open, and everyone's getting new toys and all that, super fun. But then, like, you come home and like the next couple of days, it's like, okay, we've had like three Christmases now, and there's like a pile of stuff over there, and there's a pile of stuff over here, and it's like every nook and cranny is sort of like filled with stuff that people gave you and then like the kids keep wanting they'll go to they'll keep wanting to open the new stuff the new things, and yeah. it's like you'll open the new thing and you'll play with it for a little bit and then they're like oh my god that was so fun and then they just like now now you gotta like put that away and it's like or maybe maybe it probably doesn't get put away because they just want to grab something else and it's like and it's like this just it was the that i don't know did you did you feel any stuffication it's the, over the over the break i don't i don't even know like i i thought i had like a very interesting year uh, for the holidays and Christmas and everything, um, because I felt like we got such useful things. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, like you have three kids who are a lot older than like Addison is now. And Addie's still not quite at the point where she's like super knows exactly what's going on. Like with, with all the toys and stuff. And so we were pretty careful about like almost immediately, separating out some of the items so it's like we're gonna have some of this stuff put away so we have some new items that we can like pull out over the next couple of months and then like alice has addy at her shop a lot so we brought some stuff to the shop so Mm -hmm. then like when she's like there like during like you know her play area and everything she's got like some fresh stuff to use there right um so i felt like we were able to like really permeate all of the things into the environment of our home pretty well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so you're still at the early stages is what i'm here yes i think yeah, so yeah, i think you still so, yeah. have open spaces there's, there's still like cracks yeah. left to be filled yeah. so i think mm-hmm. that that's good but otherwise i mean i've i was stoked because i was like man like i got like like you guys got me like a new sweater and it was like hey i have like another family christmas i need to go to and now i've got a brand new sweater i can wear so i'm Whoa. gonna bust that out mom and dad got us an electric decorker thing for like a bottle of wine yeah so it's like i use that and like i got alley like a new pair of like stemless wine glasses so we use those and it's like man this is great like yeah we're, we're just like <clears throat> we're left right center we're using all the stuff so anyway so that was good what do you what was your solution to stuff stuffication stuffification <clears throat> i mean i think the the main the main solution i guess is just like um just 
trying to uh, get rid of some of the the old stuff. Yeah, is like okay. you know, like uh, figuring out like what what has uh, you know fallen out of fashion. What's sort of just been sitting on the shelf for a while unused. What can you put in the in the goodwill box? Sure. Um, there's also just like g- Christmas generates a lot of like uh, trash. Or garbage. That is definitely <clears throat> true. Yeah. Yes. So like my garage, I mean, there was just, I mean, uh, I, I think when one, one of my earliest vlogs, I was like, I'm going to try and tackle cardboard mountain today or something. And I remember having this like pile of cardboard in my little side room at our old house. And it was like, this would have just dwarfed that. It was just like, it was so, it's just like so much. And like, I feel like that's just everywhere. It's like oh, there's an open box here and it's like, it's undetermined whether or not you're going to keep the box for this thing yet or not. Or like, yeah, like we got the, um, <clears throat> That mom and dad got got us like the electric wine opener. Yes, as well. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's so cool and it's so fun and it's like it works so great. But like, I also have the old one. I was like, should I get rid of the old one or should I keep it in case the electric one breaks or like you know like stuff like that will like drive me crazy. Sure, yeah, it's like like, <laughs> like you you need like it's like you've it almost reminds me of the character uh, Wasabi from Big Hero Six and he's got like his like tool mat. And all of the mats have yeah. like, the, like the perfect outline of like where each like wrench and screwdriver and everything goes. And he like, you know, neatly lines them up inside of there. It's almost like it's like I have a spot in my life for a wine bottle opener. And yeah. that spot was full with like an analog one. Yeah. I got an electric one. And it's like I need to like carefully. It's almost like the Indiana Jones exchange, like with like the bag. Right. It's like, and quickly go. Yeah. Like, okay. New ones in place. New one. It fit. It, the drawer We're closes. Good. The drawer closes. The problem is, though, it's like there's nowhere for the old one to go. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like now I have this problem of like the electric one, I feel like is prone to breaking. Like it, it occurs to me that I could go to use this one day and it won't work. And that'll be the end of this product forever. Sure. Whereas the analog one, I feel like will never break pretty much ever. And it also works. So like, should I keep this one around just in case? And it's like, I don't want, I don't, I, I cannot, I like, no, I don't, I don't want to. Unlikely solution. Get one of those break in case of emergency glass boxes to yeah. mount to your wall. Put the analog one inside of there. Yeah. Working piece of art in the <coughs> meantime. And then in case of emergency, <laughs> you get the opportunity to go and smash a piece of glass. That it sounds even worse. I know. Yeah. I know. I agree completely. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good idea. It's not a good idea. Yeah. But like sort of like, but that's just like a tiny example of like how like everything in the house starts to make me feel sometimes. I get you. I get yeah. you. It's, it seems like I almost wonder if in years future, what you'll need to do is like leading up to the holidays is go through and do like a preemptive like purge. Yeah, the preemptive purge. Yeah, the so pre-purge. Like the pre-purge. Yeah. And then and then that way, in its wake, you know, you're sort of like, okay, I have some cracks that now I can like refill. Yeah, yeah I gotta dig the holes ahead of time. Right. 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 Yeah. This is I mean, but it's it's a it's a definitely like a a difficult challenge. Like I've I've had this thought before, like with with the holidays, like where you know, there's, there's that thought process in my mind and and I'm so of two minds about it too, because like gift giving, definitely one of my love languages. Like I have so much fun doing it. Like I really enjoy getting to like go out and find that thing that feels perfect for each member of the family and everything. But I also can sort of like recognize that like when it really comes down to it, like at this stage of my life, the thing I want more than anything is just go and spend time like doing something with my family yeah so it's like i could totally see <coughs> lobbying for like the uh like the like the christmas um trip uh-huh so to speak mm-hmm. you know so it's like instead of 
instead of like putting money into like physical object gifts it's like let's go somewhere let's go somewhere yeah and then like you know i mean it feels like for the kids you always have to have like i have something yeah what's gonna happen is we're gonna go somewhere and then you still have to get christmas gifts yeah that might happen yeah that might happen we just have to be very careful about it yeah but i I pitched it this year you know i did i was like hey what if what if we like consolidate down and do like some secret santa type stuff so we don't have to buy Uh, for everybody i was on board okay okay well i felt like i got shot down it was like i was like i'm going outside of my wheelhouse over here to try to suggest this idea because it was like not oh i mean i mean beth suggested it the year before and it was also shot down so i don't know i don't know yeah. Yeah. Maybe next year. Maybe, Maybe. next year. Maybe next we'll just, year. We'll just put our foot down. <clears throat> yeah. Foot downs. <laughs> like, you can join us or not. <laughs> we're doing Secret Santa. <laughs> we're doing it, okay? Okay? Jeez. Come uh, on. Anyway. Well, yeah. so I'm I'm sorry about your stuffification. Yeah. I still don't know if I'm saying it correctly. No, stuffification. I think I'm doing an extra fuffa. Stuffification. This stuff, this word is getting suffocating, man. It is just a little bit. I know, yeah. It's yeah. making me feel like I'm in a closed-in box. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, anyway, transition. Sure. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile. And it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Popcorn Culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a kid kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting you know to me it was just like a rare charizard is a rare charizard like it doesn't doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded it can add huge value and then not only that but once they're graded they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab and that's where arena club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack but it's for a pre-graded card 
Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre-graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out. And right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, I'm curious about one topic that you have written down yeah. in particular. You have you have the phrase uh, or the sentence. It's, it says, I think I like biking and skiing for the same reason I like Pokemon. Oh, yeah. I think this is interesting because I know um, back in the early days of... Um, like, you know, us being post call or yeah, post college, sort of like early on in our careers, first little bits of like disposable income. We bought like season passes so that we could go skiing on the weekends. Yeah. And I think during Super Carlin Brothers, you actually made a video that was just that was us on the slopes. Yeah, I think so. With our friend Paul. I think, yeah, I think it was a, a thoughts from places at Snowshoe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, and sure. It was really cool. And I remember like almost getting like an interesting glimpse at that point in time because we didn't have this show back then. Yeah. And um, like we certainly didn't have necessarily the same opportunity to like discuss topics at length as we do now, like with everything that we have going on. So I remember being like, man, like the reason that you like skiing is actually different from like maybe like what even like my own personal approach is. But I get it. Like I, like, I get why yours is what it is man what did what did i do you remember what i said in the video i believe that <clears throat> at that point in time it was like your just like escape like you didn't have to worry about anything else while you were out there you didn't have to worry about like emails or like you know the next video you needed to make or household chores or like you know budgets or anything like that it's like you the mountain your skis yeah like you don't have time to think about anything else all like you you are forced to focus on skiing because if you're not thinking about skiing while you're skiing you will fall <laughs> yeah, you, you, it's like it requires your fullest it attention. requires your fullest attention it's also cold outside and like you got to you just gotta yeah yeah i do remember that and uh yeah i'm impressed you remembered my reasoning for it years later um but so yeah i wrote down the sentence yeah i like i think i like biking and skiing for the same reason i like pokemon um and this kind of occurred to me over the over the weekend and i remember like uh what i'm trying i'm trying trying to get back into that exact mind space but it was to this like frustration when we were growing up i think it was i went over to um dad's one night because we were um getting ready to go on a bike ride you and me and dad okay out at carvin's cove and my 
uh, bike just needed some like new some new goo in the front tire so that it wouldn't go flat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Classic tubeless problem. Classic tubeless problem, indeed. And I remember. Um, like I was walking my bike up the hill and I was feeling like a little like just like um I don't know like embarrassed with myself that like it wasn't a problem I was so like like equipped to handle or like like was there a reason I didn't know like why don't I know more about how to like fix this bike problem or like uh and I think I was thinking back to like and cuz like I feel like biking has been like a prevalent part of our family for like a very long time as long as i can remember yeah you know and i remember thinking back like you know when we were kids like um you know we had we had you know i guess mountain bikes quote unquote yeah sure yeah you know yeah yeah. like we we had bikes that were that i think they would have fallen under that classification whether or not we actually like truly like we did a lot of (laughs) like riding our bikes on like um rails to trails greenways like yeah kind of stuff like that yeah. not nothing like what we were doing like the kind of mountain biking we'd be doing today yes by any means like i, I don't feel like the bikes we were riding then would have been super capable of doing what we're doing today sure i agree um, with that sort yeah. of thing but like as a kid i would have confidently told you i owned a mountain bike yes you know what yep. i mean 100 <laughs> percent. like and i would have been like really proud of that and i would have like really known that um but uh, like I do remember that f- there was a few occasions where like uh, we would get invited to go like with our with our buddy John or something out to like the Explore Park to go mountain biking and it was just like just couldn't do it just was like very like not good at it sure. and it was like it was extremely frustrating and I remember just thinking like like wondering I don't know like why why I wasn't like better at it or good at it or like you like, you feel like it was like a pretty integral part of like our upbringing and yet somehow when like it actually came to like cards on the table it was like i really don't know that much about this nor am i even that good at it let alone like even capable of doing exactly it. it's exactly like, it's like, like it's like yeah like oh you've raised you've basically just been playing with like the like the down at the with the starter deck for the last like twenty years or something. Oh sure sure you sure. Know? Like yeah. So like when when you say starter deck, you mean like you can go to like a big box store and go up and they'll have like a pre built like playable stack. Of yeah, cards. stack of cards. Yeah, and then like yeah. okay, I gotcha. And I see what you're saying. It's a good analogy because it's like yeah, like I, I play Pokemon all the time and and it's like well, like. I mean, and not to say like that that you're that you wouldn't be, but right. like I think probably anybody who is going to like like a like a even like a weekend competition is probably at bare minimum building their own deck. Right. Yeah. Abs- absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You're not going to roll up with something you bought off the shelf and like compete. Yeah. In any meaningful way. Sure. It is sort of thing. And so it was just like it was that feeling of like uh, I think growing up like not even like it was something like I always. Yeah, like I would go have an experience like that and it would feel like I don't even know how to go about like being better at this thing because what it would require is like so much like gear and resources and stuff that I don't even feel like I could like ask for sure. or something or and I think the same thing sort of applied to like skiing like you know you'd go skiing and you'd be like oh my gosh like you know I don't feel like I can even ask for skis because like what we go like once a year they're very expensive and you're growing so you're just going to outgrow them it's very and it's like yep. there's no, and there's like there's no way to like go and get better like there just there just wasn't there so there was this like constant like 
like you're like stuck in this like tiny zone where you feel like you really enjoy something, but you can't like expand past like the limits of your like resources or something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that this is like, like I've given the example before of like, I remember as like a child, like I, I would like read these books or see these TV shows of, of like, you know, kids having like the perfect like tree fort hangout. You know, and in my mind, it was like, well, let's just go get some wood. Right. You know, we'll throw it in the back of the minivan. I'll go and staple it to the tree. Yeah. We'll have a, we'll, we'll have, have a perfect. Well, like we, I don't even think we had a tree. Like yeah. it was like, like the neighbors won't care if we build a fort in their tree. Not at all. Like this is fine. This is it. I bought a, I, 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 I scraped together all my leftover allowance. I walked down to the nearby hardware store. I bought a pulley mom. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I have no idea how a pulley work how do you even get it like attached up high oh like, my gosh you i just know. throw it over the tree speaking of neighbors and pulleys i don't know if you recall once upon a time our across the street neighbors had i don't know if it was like what they had they had some some situation where they had like a very long bit of rope strung over a very large branch high up in a tree yeah and i don't know what situation i had but i found myself like like in a in a self-made pulley where i could like just like sit on the rope and pull on the other side and just like go whoop, straight up the tree. I have like no idea what happened, but it was like for like, I remembered like an hour one day and I'll think about it sometimes like, how did I, how did I arrange that? How could I, how was I flying up and down this tree with the pulley? I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea either. Anyway, that's not really important. Pretty, but, pretty spectacular. I do remember the rope now that you yeah, say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How about exactly. that? Okay, see, so it was there. It was, it was <laughs> there. You weren't imagining it. I wasn't it. imagining the rope. I invent, yeah, I just like, I, I had like some magical combination of the ropes crisscrossed the right way. To, I had like a perfect seat that was able to lift me up. No problem. It was great um, for a day. But yeah, so that was, uh, I think it was, uh, it like occurred to me, yeah, this past weekend as I, yeah, as I was like loading my bike up like that, um, that this that the same thing felt like it applied to like like uh like Pokemon or like the trading card game or something. It's like like I desperately wanted to be like really into it and involved and just like couldn't be. Yes. And I feel like as an adult, it's like okay, now I can embrace all these things I used to want to do, but now I can like actually do it. Right, sort of thing. Yep. And yep, it's yep. like um and so like as for like biking and skiing it's sort of things that like plenty like that's a very like um regular common like adult activity sort of thing but i feel like it's it's the like there's no difference between that and like like pokemon cards as far as like like uh my inner child is concerned like you know they're they're all the exact they're all existing on the same plane yes know? yeah even though the fact that the the overlapping venn diagram of, uh, between like potentially skiing enthusiasts mountain bikers and pokemon tcg players yeah maybe is maybe isn't that big maybe isn't that big although uh, you know who you know who falls in there probably a uh, big steve our good friend big steve does yeah. fall into that he yeah does, he does. He so Bam. you're not you're not least, alone there are other alone. people i know it's amazing yeah but like no this is this honestly is like a kind of interesting um it's interesting to me to hear it come i think just like from from you because i feel i think so much of my life I, I definitely felt like these were the problems that like I was desperately trying to like seize control of. Mm -hmm. And I, I felt like I was normally doing it at the general eye roll of anybody who was even remotely near me or had to listen to me talk about like what I was attempting to do to overcome these potential challenges. Right. Like at one point in time, I literally attempted to build a snow machine so right. that like I didn't have to go to the ski resort. And it was like, this was something I started working on like in May, you know, of like 20, 
11 and spent the whole year like putting together my money so that I could build like ramps and I could have like a grinding rail and I had like an air compressor and like, you know, all of these things were these like, like I was, I was going through and, and trying to figure out how like water pressure and I don't know, like, yeah, like how stuff worked so that I could create like a super fine mist and like what the required temperatures were going to be in order for that mist to like freeze before it hit the ground and like what type of coverage I could expect. And like, I don't know, it was like this whole thing. And I was like, I was so certain that I was like, come winter, it's going to be awesome. Like you're going to come over to my backyard and the whole thing's going to be covered in snow and I'm going to be able to yeah, like, I'm going to go down. I'm going to have a grind rail. I'm going to get good at jumps and I'll be awesome at snowboarding. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. going to be great. Yeah. And it was like, it's, uh, like I look back on it and like I'm proud of myself for at the very least being like wishful enough and determined enough to have gotten as far as I did. Right. Like you did was, make a device that produced snow. I Yes. Like, yeah. like I have pictures of like the ground covered in snow. It wasn't enough to like ski in and it probably wasn't enough to like really like make any bit of difference whatsoever. But like at the <laughs> it was enough to make a footprint in. <laughs> it, yeah, you could make a yeah. footprint. I mean, and it was like, you know, it was eight, nine months worth of like committed time, energy, effort. Yeah. And like, I mean, I was calling in favors. I remember I was like negotiating on Craigslist for the air compressor. Like I had a contractor friend who was buying like aquarium stuff from me. And he I was at his house after like work, like building these ramps and stuff. It was just like I was doing it everything I could possibly think of right to successfully make this happen. And it was like the, like, like in the end, I was not close. Like, <laughs> right. you know, it was like, it wasn't about to be a thing. Um, or, or even, you know, I think similarly after that, like I graduated college and I, you know, we had moved in together and I think I was yeah. like super determined or, or really have been for many years to like be able to go out on the lake and get good at like either wakeboarding and skiing. Yeah. And I remember, I better even have like my notebook somewhere at my house back home right now, but I couldn't afford a boat by a long shot. I I couldn't have afforded like a John boat, a bad boat. Yeah. Like something that wasn't even close to good at it. And so what I had come up with or discovered is there's a device called a wake winch, Mm -hmm. which is something that like people would do and it's it's effectively using like a lawnmower motor attached to a giant spool and a thousand foot line of like wakeboard rope. Yeah. And the idea was that like you could literally go park it somewhere, tie one end of it to a tree and yeah, let the lawnmower just reel you in and then let the lawnmower just reel you in. Yeah. And it was like, it's like, this is gonna be perfect. Like, we'll just go down to the river and we'll wakeboard. Yeah. It's good on the river on the river. Mike yeah. has a wakeboard. I'll, I'll assemble the rest somehow. Like, right. Yeah. You know, we'll just, we'll find somewhere. We'll just set it up. It like the thousand foot rope. It'll, we'll find an easy stretch of river for it. Absolutely. It'll work. No problem. There will be no tangles. And resetting it will be easy as pie. <laughs> easy as pie. Easy yeah. as pie. And so, yeah, like, you know, I'm, I like I went over and I don't know if you remember or not, but there was a really like kind of hilarious looking metal shop near our original house that we started Super Carly and Brothers with that had like uh, like a hand drawn sign that says like welding in the parking lot. But like I went to that shop and I had my schematic and I was oh, like, man. like, can you cut these pieces of metal for me? And like, you know, and I'll, I'll figure oh, out. I didn't know you went that far. With I, that. I went pretty far <laughs> with it. I went pretty far. I tried pretty hard to make it happen. Um, and but like, you know, 
this was the thing. It was like, I wanted, it was like, I, I didn't, I hadn't even at this point in time successfully gotten up on a wakeboard behind a real boat in my life. Right. At all. Yeah. Like I hadn't even done that before. Yeah. And yet here I was like, I'm going to build a very campy device that I'm going to not only like be able to use to wakeboard, but like to learn to wakeboard. Right. And then subsequently probably get really good at Get really <laughs> like, good at. Yeah. You know, but uh, I mean, there. I think that um, this was probably the the absolute like edge because like as a kid, I may have had these same aspirations and I was completely helpless. It was like there was I got there was even less that I was capable of doing. Right. You know, um, and so like as soon as I had even any resource at all, it was like let's do this let's do let's it th- and and so it's it's kind of fun and sometimes adorable for uh, for me to look back on past ben and be like he was trying his best yeah he was trying so hard we had some successes in there you know uh we had we i don't know if you i'm sure you remember we built a outdoor theater at our house we did do we that we did build an outdoor theater that was pretty good we had i mean we built the screen itself we like stapled it together I w- and everything I w- I was, yeah we bought the pvc pipe we had this giant frame we like quick cemented the legs into these buckets yep. set it up in the backyard and we even had clips so we take the screen off so it wouldn't get caught in the wind or in the weather i know we were so clever it we were so thinking good. and i don't know if you remember this or not but we drove like an hour and a half to buy our projector ben, from ben. a pawn shop i drive past that pawn shop like every time i head south and i'm always like we got a projector for the outdoor theater right there right there right there <laughs> i do remember we got a great deal out of projector uh and it like totally worked that was that, that one worked pretty good um we, we even were, had the what? Yeah, I was gonna say we were able to watch it from our hot tub. From our hot tub, yes, yeah, so we got that. We got some Craigslist hot tub and hooked it up in the backyard so you could sit in the hot tub and watch the movie if you were willing to wait a week for the hot tub to heat up, <laughs> which was heating up incorrectly because it had like a broken heating unit. So what was actually happening was like like through some complete freak accident some other part of it was just basically overheating to the, the point the, where the yeah. friction of the motor yeah. was such that it was running so hard and so aggressively that with like the hot tub cover on and like it running at full blast for like a week you could successfully get it up to working hot tub temperature right like but like like of course the it has a built-in mechanism to heat the water. Yes. That didn't work. By complete luck, the way in which it was broken also got the whole thing really hot. Yeah. 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 So anyway, uh, I know we watched at least a couple movies sitting in our rapidly cooling hot tub <laughs> <laughs> from the backyard. I remember we had to get the hot tub out of the back of your truck. With It was just me and you and our buddy Trey, and it almost destroyed Trey. It almost crushed yeah. him. Yeah. The hot tub weighed like way too like much. 700 like, pounds like it was yeah. so heavy and i remember i was driving back i had a uh, the truck i was driving at the time was a nissan frontier which uh was a great truck but it was not meant for a 700 pound payload and so like we're, we're in the backyard in the pouring rain yes. tipping this thing out and it's like at some point in time all of the weight shifted from the middle you know of the scale to a falling on tray yeah and i remember i think it fell hit him trey was just like i think it hit him in the face and he was like bleeding a little bit and he just left he just left <laughs> yeah he just got like basically like, punched in the face i was like well that's the end of that friendship then me and ben yeah then we had a 
yeah, use some PVC pipe to to roll it the rest of the way, which I thought was pretty in- ingenuitive. It was it was yeah. honestly for a very irregular backyard. Yeah, uh, we definitely yeah we, got we, it. we just we like we rolled it. it over. Done. And it we was also a- uh, the other thing that was real successful. Well, I like on the verge of successful was we built these like dead man anchors for. The, um, I will call the, this a success. Yeah. I will call this a success. So we had yes. we had we got into we got a slack line. Yeah. Which by the way, if you are on like low budget and need tons of fun, don't go ahead and build yourself a wake uh wench. Just get a slack line because this is awesome. Slack lines like, are so much. Fun. Slack lines are so much fun. Um. So the Ben uh wanted to be able to do slack line. If you don't know what a slack line is, it's a tightrope made out of a seatbelt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. I, you can't argue with that. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. There's way better branding and marketing, but at the end of the day, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Uh, it's it just can you walk on it, basically, and it's like more slack than a tightrope, hence the name. Um, but you got to like wench it down and get it real tight, and the tighter it is, the better. So uh, we were going on this camping trip. Uh, we wanted to go beach camping, and we wanted to bring slack line. Problem, as I'm sure you can think of with the beach, is that there's no trees that grow on the beach to affix both ends of the line to. So, what are you going to affix it to? Well, uh, Ben made these cool uh, dead man anchors, and I'll let you describe how they work. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, it was like a big triangular, like, a frame and I made two of them and so you could like feed the slack line so if you can imagine like the line like would go through and then like go through both of the A frames and then like like a seemingly affixed to the ground but what you would actually do is dig like a really deep hole on either end attach both ends of the slack line to a like a two by four or a log or something big and then bury it in the ground and so then as you start cranking like the tension into it the weight of the sand that is now holding that that big piece of wood underground is more than enough to prevent it from like coming back to the surface so it actually holds tension like it, yeah it actually worked yeah um which was i was really excited about that because we got this and it was all worth it there, there's this one photo that we got of you yeah walking on the slack line as like a storm is rolling, rolling in. in so it's like jay is like out doing the slack line on the beach with no trees wide open space and there's just this like murderous looking yeah, like storm in the cloud. background yeah. it's like whoa it's pretty cool yeah it's a really good it's a really good picture really good picture uh yeah i remember the trouble with that one was that it did work and you could you could successfully slack line but after like 30 or 40 tries like it it would like sag and you'd have to like dig it all the way back up to redo the tension yeah and then yeah so on the whole i would say it was successful it probably could have been more successful sure yeah um but, but I, w- I would still succeeded. I, yeah, I would. St- we 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 slack line. We did. We slack line on the beach, guys. Come yeah. on, it's not easy. I know. Yeah. I know. I was actually. I I went and like looked for these a frames because when I moved into my new house, I leaned them up against the the like back far side of the house that I never go to at all. Um, and I was uh, we we're getting ready to host Addison's first birthday party, and I was like, I think I still have those A frames, and I was like, I'm gonna run back, run back, and see if I can't set them up for the party so the kids can uh, slackline while oh, we're there. Would you have had to bury them? I was gonna use, uh, I was gonna still use like trees, but it would have allowed me to like use like a better 
the configuration. Okay. So it gotcha. would it would have been like a little bit like wonky and like, stuff. But it, you'd have to dig pretty darn into the earth. To, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't dig up my yard. Yeah. Uh, for it in the name of it, but I was like I could still get it to work. I went to pick them up and they disintegrated in my hands. What? Like, literally disintegrated. No. Yeah, it was like whoa. This That's is some, crazy. This is some rotten wood. That is so, well not hilarious, but that's well if, if we ever so if we ever wanted to do it again, yeah, we would have to. I mean, it literally didn't even have the consistency of a sponge. Like wow, it was, it like, was just yeah, yeah, just, man, yeah. Didn't use any sealant on that, did we? <laughs> no, no, no. Most most certainly not. Which also feels like incredibly fitting with the the amount of like finishing. Right. Yeah. Like touches we had during. This, yeah, this. absolutely. This is the sort of thing. And like, yeah, when you're just doing it, you're like, should we should we do this like extra thing? And like, nah, it's not really that important, is it? That's going to like make it take an extra hour's worth of work. You know, <laughs> I want to be done now. I want to be done now. Yeah. Who's got time? Who's got no time. time. No time at all. So. Um, OK, well, that was a that was a good trip down memory lane. That's it a sure good was. Point. We, we we successfully did some things in yeah. a way that uh, was was meaningful, I guess. Yes. For sure. Go we us. totally did. We totally did. We got one more transition left in us? Sure. Transition. Ben, can I tell you about how I burned a hole in a llama? I, if you don't, I will lose my mind. So <laughs> begin and quickly, please. Okay. I hope it wasn't a real llama. It, okay. Yeah. Preface, not a real llama. Thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, so one of the, one of the uh, items the kids all got for Christmas was, I'm not sure if you've seen these, but they're like stuffed animals that have like um, microwavable bean bags on the inside. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And like at first I just thought they were sort of like heavy stuffed animals and i was like these are pretty cool like they're they feel like heavy duty like they're you know cute or whatever i'm like i'm not sure we need more stuffed animals and then uh like luke comes up and he's like we can microwave this and i was like i'm probably not gonna microwave that for you but the best like no no that's what they're for you like heat them up you can take that and i was like oh and then like all of a sudden it all clicked into place for me i was like that's such a cool idea it's like that's why it's heavy that's why it's heavy because you take the bag out and you put it in the microwave and you put it back in and got like warm stuffed animals snuggle with like oh my gosh and i was like i love this idea all of a sudden and so uh, now like, uh, every, so Luke, uh, like one of them got an elephant and one of them got an octopus and one of them got a llama because I guess this toy company has, um, no theme at all other than animal kingdom. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Certainly. I can't yeah. think of three less similar <laughs> animals. It's like we're, we're on like the far reaches. Yeah. There's no connectivity. There's no, you got, yeah. Octopus, elephant, llama. You can start at any episode. You can start anywhere you want. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like kaleidoscope. Yeah. There you um, go. So those are the three we got, and Luke's was the llama, and he's the only one who cares about heating it up. The twins have no concept of it whatsoever. They're okay. just, you know, whatever, elephant, octopus, cool. So um, I go to do it the first time, and they've got these, like, I, I guess what should be easy to unfasten buttons that hold, like, the, the rice bag or the bean bag or whatever it is okay. on the inside. Yep. And I'm, like, fussing with it for, like, five minutes trying to get the buttons undone and then like finally i you know get the bag out and i microwave it and i shove it back in there and i get the buttons back and i'm like man that was so annoying like okay maybe he won't ask me to do it again uh, wrong every <laughs> night every single night in incorrect incorrect yeah so like every night now before uh bed luke wants to uh you know microwave up his llama uh so he has this nice cuddly thing to um you know snuggle with and I, by say snuggle with i mean to put down on his feet to keep his feet warm <laughs> honestly not a bad play. not a bad play not a all. bad play but so eventually i'm like i i just i you know experiment with it the the next night and i'm like do i even have to take the bean bag out can i just throw the whole llama in there and microwave it that, so, I, I would have come to that same conclusion yeah. i think and yeah. like if it wasn't so 
hard to do the buttons, it wouldn't have been a problem. And I was like, I'm just gonna throw it in there and see what happens. Because um, I'm like, what? What's gonna happen? It's just stuffed animal, just microwave stuffed animal, right? Yeah, no I mean, big deal. Who doesn't do that? Who doesn't do it? Uh, this is what it's apparently <laughs> for. <laughs> I throw it in there, uh, cook it up for a minute, take it out, boom, worked, amazing. But now we're getting to the point where every single night, like as I'm like putting Luke down to bed, his like new last ditch effort to stall out bedtime is like, can you go microwave my llama? And so like, uh, which is fine. I don't mind doing it. It just like adds like a whole extra like trip downstairs and back yeah, up. And it's like, yep, yep. <sighs> yes. it's, it's already, it's already like a lot trying to like do all, do the whole like nighttime yeah. bedtime routine. So yeah. Right. So like, uh, um, uh, I get to one night in particular where I'm like, oh, I'm going to, okay, Luke, you go put your pajamas on. I'm going to go downstairs and microwave your llama. And he's like, no, it's going to cool off if you do it now. Like, he's like trying to put up defenses against my efficiency. He is so on it. It's oh, not even it's, funny. It, he's it, so on it. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Is and I'm amazing. like, no, no, I'll microwave it extra long. And I'm like, he's probably like, I mean, he's, he's not incorrect that it probably would cool off by the time we were like, you know, actually in bed if i started so I, i'll just throw it in there for two minutes no problem whatever well ben let me tell you something it was a problem <laughs> apparently there is a there is a line you can cross when you're microwaving a llama <laughs> and the line is somewhere between one and two minutes because i was like i'll just do it for two minutes then it'll be extra hot and it'll be hot longer and i won't have to come back down here again and re-microwave the llama <laughs> So I've been in there for two minutes and I'm just sitting there like, you know, puts around on my phone and all of a sudden I'm just like, something smells. Oh, and it, no. I look back and like, the yeah, the microwave is like full of smoke. And I'm like, oh, oh no. no. And I like rip it out and it's like I turn it over and I'm like, sure enough, there's just this like hole burning through the llama. And I'm like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And I'm like, I throw I like run under the faucet for like a minute and I go to touch it. It's still like flaming hot i'm like oh what my. is in this thing <laughs> i'm like dunking it in this huge like bowl of just like okay you're okay i can't believe the fire alarm didn't go off who this smells so bad in here uh and then i have to that now the real the real you know what the real problem is that now i'm gonna have to go report this to luke <laughs> and it is a thousand percent my fault like not only did i throw the whole thing in there but luke instructed me not to do that <laughs> <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> You're supposed to take the bags out. <laughs> I was like, it's fine. <laughs> What's gonna happen? <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, so like, <laughs> it's like it's like I gotta go face the music. <laughs> I'm gonna be in so much trouble. <laughs> it was like it was yeah. I was like, this is so my fault. I can't even believe it. Like, not only did I absolutely make the wrong decision, but I was warned by my five year old <laughs> not to do it the exact way I did it. <laughs> like, like no, no, no. I'm it's so fine. Scared. <laughs> like, yeah, like I have absolutely messed up. So I have to go back upstairs. He's like, where's Llama? <laughs> <laughs> now, my backup plan was I grabbed the octopus. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. I was like, we're going to use the octopus tonight. <laughs> At least got, I was like, the llama got, I had to give him a bath. He got kind of dirty. <laughs> and then the, so I didn't quite give him the full story that night. I was like, well, we'll check on him tomorrow. And like at that point, the hole was small enough. I thought like, once it's cooled off, I'll like, we'll just, I'll take the bags out. We'll, <laughs> you know, it'll be fine. <laughs> But it wasn't. <laughs> it like it cooled off, and I went to go take the bags out, and the bags had just like they'd burned through the beads, and all the beads start pouring out all over the place. And I'm like, it's it's fine. I'm like trying to like detach them. They're like melted to the llama at this point. And Beth is staring at me like, Jonathan, 
it's over. I'm like, <laughs> I know. Your sense of denial is amazing. <laughs> I, like, I can save it. I can save this. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. Also, this gift, I'm like, it can't, I'm like, I am positive. Like, I like the person who gave it to us, I'm like, they definitely got it's like I can tell it's like it's like a TJ Maxx sort of purchase. So it's not like they're going to be like have like a lot of stock of oh, the object. Right, right. You know, I'm like, uh, I bet if I go back there, they're not going to have more because that's not how TJ Maxx works. It's just like we got what we got. You know? Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, OK. All right. Well, you know what, though? The tag is still on. I'm just going to look it up. I'm going to look up the llama online and I'm just going to buy another one. Like this is a thousand percent my fault. No problem. Well, Ben, let me tell you, I don't know how our TJ Maxx ended up with this heatable llama, but it was like, I don't know, like a $60 llama plus shipping from Australia where they make the llamas. Oh no. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way I'm replacing this llama. <laughs> it's over. Like, it's over. It is over. Fortunately, um, Luke was like looking through the available microwavable llama options and he found a suitable substitute that he is now excited to be receiving in the mail later this week actually uh, as you're listening to it today um, what, what is it hold up I'm, I'm like thinking of like a like a tomato plant i'm trying to think of like what what is what could be equally as far apart as an octopus and a llama in terms no of- well the thing is like we were look. I, I was trying to find like a different microwavable llama okay um and there were some options available but ultimately as we were scrolling through he found like a just a regular stuffed animal of llama llama red pajama which oh, is sh- like a kid's book sure yeah. and he was just like that i guess some kid in his class had one and he wanted to have one just like there so we got that instead so you can't microwave it the good news is that it turns out some of luke's other stuffed animals also had the bean bags of them and we realized that we can just microwave them up and i was like okay good um so we have woof woof now as well um and unfortunately you cannot take the beanbag out of woof woof's butt where where the beanbag is so i'm right back at square one throwing the throwing woof woof in the microwave every night now for one minute for, yeah for like for not more than a minute i was i went down to 30 seconds i was like i'm not even gonna risk it uh but now it's i've, I've been like ramping i'm like can i get to 45 seconds can oh, I get to a oh minute? my gosh yeah, i know I'm like a minute you have seems a problem good. man <laughs> Because like, otherwise it's not warm enough. It doesn't do anything. No, I get you. I yeah. get you. This so. is like microwaving butter. I feel this like is, you put it in there and it's like it's like really hard. And it's like, okay, like 20 seconds. Oh, I've solved butter at my house. I, I don't know. I can't speak to anyone else's microwave because I feel like they're all different. But at my house, I go to power three, 15 seconds. Perfect butter. No way. I've got it. Okay. I've got it. I don't think I've ever changed the power setting on a microwave at, at like ever. I understand. I understand. I hadn't changed it until we started getting these frozen sauces and um they, they said like put it on <laughs> boy my microwave adventures man it was <laughs> like like if you buy like refrigerated sausages it's like uh or i don't i don't know it's just like a different brand uh from the ones we had been getting the the original ones you could do full power these were like it said like do one minute at 50 power and i was like i'll just do 30 seconds like nope not not how it works not math doesn't add up they yeah. came out they were like rock hard couldn't eat them i was like i don't know what just happened but I tried it the other way they worked i was like okay Sometimes the power setting has to be changed, but 15 seconds, power level three, microwaved butter. Perfect. Amazing. Perfect. Amazing. Room okay. temperature. Well, let me, let me tell you my brief story about, about my, my most recent like heat related, just like, like I felt so silly, dumb moment. Okay. Um, All right. Because it was, we had uh like a, uh, it's not, it, we will have like freezing, like zero degree days here in Virginia 
occasionally. Yeah. Like usually I would say like, like once or twice every two years. Yeah. So not like, not super common, but not never. And so last week we were of course having one of these days and I had like some friends over because we were doing sort of like surprisingly a game night. Oh, Um, I know for me. For you, man, look at you. (laughs) I lost. Um, What'd you play? We played code names. Oh, nice. Fun game. Yeah. I thought I actually had some okay clues, but you know, apparently not. My only downside with code names is that there's like so much like focus for long periods of time that there's not a lot of talking because like the teammates exactly can't what talk. Happened. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. so true. So it's really fun figuring it out, but like yeah, you don't end up talking that much. Right. So. Okay. Anyway, that was that was pretty much exactly it. But anyway, because it was so cold, we uh we all had the idea <laughs> to like go and do the thing where you like boil water and then like throw it out into the cold air and see if it like turns the steam yeah. in the air. Mm-hmm. And I mean, realistically, like I'll, let me let me just say. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. I'll go slower. I'll go slower. Um, like I have the pot on the stove and I have an infrared thermometer that I bought once upon a time because I just thought it was the most fun thing in the world to know the temperature of things. Yeah. Turns out super is also very useful if you have a newborn and you're like trying to like determine the temperature of like a bottle and stuff like that. Yeah. So I use this thing every day. Nice. Like it's, <clears throat> it is so handy um and so we've got like the water boiling and we're like okay like it needs to be like boiling like as hot as possible when we take it outside so that like it doesn't like cool off in like the few steps that it would take to go from like the the eye of the stove over to the outside world yeah and i mean that's like five steps at my house because there's a back door right out of my kitchen so it's like everything should be fine but it's like i'm sitting there and everybody like you know we got like the water boiling we're all kind of like looking at it i'm busting out the the infrared thermometer to like see like what temperature it is and i don't know if you already know where this is going but the boiling temperature for water is 212 degrees and the reason that it's 212 degrees is because after that temperature it just becomes gas oh and yeah so like i'm sitting there i'm (laughs) checking it and i'm checking it i'm checking it it won't go above and everyone's looking at me and they're like they're like Ben, what are you waiting for? Like the water's boiling. And I was like, I want to see if I can get a little bit hotter. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. That it's like fantastic. stuck at 212. <laughs> it's like, okay, get to go, get to go, get to go. Oh my gosh. That reminds me of a uh, uh are you familiar with Elise Meyer on TikTok? I am I am familiar, but I haven't been on TikTok for oh like nine God. months. Well, then so. I'm gonna do that thing where I tell you about a TikTok. Okay, do the yeah, thing. Yeah, because so, she's just such a gem of a person. Okay. But she has basically one where she's like, you know, she lives in the Midwest or whatever, and she's got like a pot of water outside. And she's like staring at the camera. And she's like, want to see how cold it gets in the Midwest? And she takes the pot, and turns around, and just throws it out. Nothing at all happens. <laughs> it just hits the ground. She turns around and goes, "That's gonna freeze at some point." <laughs> like. That's such a perfect joke. That's it. That's it. That's That's really funny. Well, I will say, and I I mean, I don't know, maybe I can convince Ethan, the editor, put a video element in for our our, uh, audio podcast here. But I did get video of me throwing the boiling water out (coughs) to the ether, and it did freeze in the air, and it was so cool. Yeah, yeah, I saw the video. It was cool. I was like, man, I cannot believe that worked. And then I asked everybody if I could bring my pressure washer upstairs and set it up and try to make snow in the yard. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody agreed. They were like, Ben, that is the dumbest idea ever. Stop. 
You have to let it go. Let it go, man. <laughs> I can make it snow. I can do it. Just It'll be fine. Just need a little more time. That's all. That's it. A little That's more it. time, a little more I resources. Need. Anyway, yeah. I feel like we've reached a great stopping point for this week's episode. Okay. Of we've descended into utter madness and the giggles, and well, that usually feels like nothing Nothing more productive probably will come from probably here. Probably not. <clears throat> As ever, guys, if you have uh, any feedback for the show, you can email that over to popcornculturepod at gmail.com. I do read every single one of your emails, uh, even if I can't respond to all of them. So if you have any feedback on today's episode and you want to let us know, be sure to shoot that over. Also, if you'd like to support us on Patreon, that is basically what keeps the show running at all times. Uh, we have lots of cool perks over there, like exclusive quarterly merch with a new announcement for Q1 of 2023 coming yeah, yeah. soon. Um, also, after each week of the pop, I hadn't breathed for like a minute. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, I'm like, I'm out of there. Um, after each week's episode uh, or recording session, Jay and I do also record an additional 15 to 20 minutes of uh, what we call after the final pop. That's available at the $5 tier. So if you head on over to patreon.com slash popcorn culture, we do appreciate your support just so very much. Uh, but otherwise, guys, until next time, pop, pop. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.